Wednesday, January 17th, 2019 edition of the Hagman Report. We have Sheila Zielinski, who's going to be joining us in just a moment. Uh, also, I see uh, a number of stories. One of the ones I'm keeping my eye on, Andrew Cuomo wants to make abortion a constitutional right in New York and is threatening to hold up the passing of the budget to do so, as him and Hillary Clinton gave a uh, speech on Monday. And I'll have more details on that when we uh, get into this. But again, Sheila Zelinsky is our guest. She's a, a good friend of the show, and we got a lot of stuff to get into today. Sheila, thanks for coming on. Welcome back to the Hagman Report. Joe, Doug, it's a pleasure. And your listeners, thank you so much for having me on. Happy New Year to everyone. 2019's getting uh, very interesting very quickly. So I just want to thank you for having me on the program. Absolutely. Uh, we, we'd love to have you. And I know you got some stuff that you want to get into. Uh, you send me some some links via text. I have not had a chance to open them up. So I'm going to just turn it over to you, Sheila, and let you start where you want, because I know you got some some stuff you want to throw right out there off the top. Okay, well, first of all, where I want to start is I am going to eat crow tonight on the Hagman. <laughs> um, I got, oh, okay. I got, listen, I got to tell you, I told your listeners that if nothing happened by a certain time in January that I would apologize to your listeners. I kind of jumped on the Q train. You know, a lot, there's now a lot of infighting. Gee, and I still can't find the scripture where we go, when we go all. It says many enter through the narrow gate. But listen, how I actually learned that there is a real division in the Q following and the Q movement is because get this. Now, I was really on board with the Q thing when Trump said the tippy top. And, you know, there was so many things that made me feel as a researcher, this guy was legit or this group was legit. They were working alongside Trump. You know, listen, no one on this planet wants the Clintons and their nefarious pals perp walked at Gitmo more than me. But the problem is we ain't seen nothing yet as the song goes. And it's really frustrating. We keep being promised different things and just be patient and trust the plan. Trust the plan. I don't I don't trust the plan anymore. Sorry, guys. And I know that sounds it's like, oh, Sheila, you just have no faith anymore. No, you know what? I'm just tired of the whole infighting, the gong show, the weirdness. I'm just done with it. I'm sorry. And I apologize to people when I said I really thought there were military tribunals coming. You know, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But at this point, I'm just so done with the Q thing. And there's just been promised timelines. And, you know, we're, oh, just wait till this January 5th. The days came, they went. I'm just done with it. So, yeah, I'm just, I want to apologize to all the listeners for putting my trust in the plan. You know, shame on me for having no discernment. Well, one thing that I've got to say, regardless of, of who, what, or legitimacy or, or lack thereof, anything that gets people looking at the bigger picture or looking at what's really going on, I don't have a problem with. All right. Now, I do have a problem with, uh, you know, unsubstantiated claims and such. But beyond that, if if uh, if something gets if something gets people looking at really the the bigger issues at hand, I, I'm okay with that. So what I'm not okay uh, with, Doug, and I'll tell you what I'm not okay with. I'm not okay with these faceless jackals that call people out when they're you know they always have this wonderful handle like god is so wonderful hashtag <laughs> oh, yeah. 2001 at gmail.com i'm god's angel at hotmail.com i mean come on right. they're these faceless right. cowards they send you off these little these horrible i mean oh my god you're such a you're such an anointed woman of god sheila god told me you need to look up the flat earth and i need to come work and then they turn around and go and if i say no they go oh you're just a piece of beep and beep and then all of a sudden what happened to god 
I thought you said your discernment led you to think I was some kind of anointed woman of God. That changed real fast when you don't agree with these people. So the point I'm making is I had Mark Taylor on a couple weeks ago. Of course, as your most of your listeners know, my father was diagnosed. He was 69, got an operable brain tumor in September, the first week, and then 12 weeks later, he was dead. And so I was dealing with that last fall. And so I didn't have a lot of time to really follow all the things going on. But I did have Mark Taylor on my program. And then I had Steve, I made the mistake of having Steve Quayle the next day. And you should, (laughs) I mean, listen, I'm going to tell you, we love Steve Quayle. Steve Quayle is a watchman. FYI, folks, a watchman has a very different gifting than a prophet, somebody with the prophetic. And not saying Steve doesn't have prophetic stuff, but you should have heard the, I was relegated to the depths of the damn Doug and Joe. People said, I'm just so confused, Sheila, because Mark is just so kumbaya. Let's join hands. Actually, no, Mark Taylor is not kumbaya, let's join hands. But, you know, people said, listen, Mark says that Trump's just going to solve everything and we're just living with unicorns and rainbows. So see, Doug, the thing that happens is, you know, people get confused. It's like, well, who's right, Steve Quayle or Mark Taylor? And and it was just a barrage of all these emails. And it's just like, you know what? I love both Mark and Steve Quayle. What is that, Doug, where people just, oh my God, they don't agree with you. So you're relegated to the depths of the damned. Those are the good ones. And, you know, you're just vociferously anathematized as a pariah if you do not just totally agree with everybody. It's a pre-trip, the post-trip, the mid-trip, the the flat earth. My God, like if it's not a salvation issue, what in the hell? That's right. I said hell is going on with all this division here, Doug and Joe. Thank you. Thank you. You you know, and and I, 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 uh, my heart hurts for you, especially when you're going through. I, I'll just say this. Uh, obviously, we're talking about this in a larger sense, but you know, I, I know you've had such a difficult uh, uh, several months, and and it just again, my heart hurts for what you've gone through. But it seems like it's always that time when you are fighting multiple fights, and especially when when things are life changing events are taking place, and you're trying to, and all of a sudden, you know, you're just getting barraged by these self-proclaimed Christians, and we get that too. What's wrong with people? Uh, can we not agree that, uh, as, as long as we agree, and this is my, my, my thinking, and Sheila, you're welcome to correct me, but as, as long as we agree that there's only one way, and, and that's, you know, uh, that, that's for Jesus, um, everything else is kind of, it takes a back seat to it, and we can agree to disagree on some of the smaller non-salvational issues, uh, the intellectual fodder, shall we say. Listen, fodder, that's a great word that you use. I mean, and here's the thing. Listen, I know there's listeners out there. A lot of you email Doug, Joe, and I, and Steve gets these too. We get it. You don't have church in your community, a good, solid, Bible-based church. People are leaving their churches in droves. They're not able to fellowship. And in fact, I actually think partly I've tried to solve that problem with prayer. I'll talk about that a little bit at the end of this hour that I have. But here's the deal. Doug and Joe, unless something is a salvation, a fundamental issue, I just really think we've got to be you know what it is for me? I think I've learned this thing and I'm working on it myself. Trust me, because when God says feed my sheep, Sheila, I said, Lord, I think your sheep are bat manure crazy half the time. How am I going to feed them? I'd like to strangle them. And, you know, I got to go repent and say, sorry, Lord. But man, these these people drive me nuts with their stuff. Like I'm Doug and Joe's keeper. Sheila, you better go tell Doug. You better straighten this out. A, B, C, D. Sure. Or go straighten Steve Quayle stuff out. And, you know, when am I everyone's keeper? So that's what I, I get 
kick out of that. And second of all, just text Mark Taylor and let him know the Lord really told him to call me. You get that crowd too. Like you get the crowd that is like, oh, the Holy Spirit definitely said to call me. Well, you know what? I listen to the same Holy Spirit. So unless, you know, somebody's sending smoke signals from the third heaven, that, I mean, come on, Doug and Joe, you know the, the craziness we get, the insanity. And actually, that's not even where I was wanting to go tonight. I had no intention of talking about this, but I just got an email before I got in the air. So anyway, I, I do want to talk about something that is very frightening. And I'm going to tell you something. Every one of your listeners, I want you to pay close attention to something going on. And there is so much ignorance on this, Doug and Joe. Listen, I have a butcher in my neighborhood. A butcher in your neighborhood. There you go. There's a new song. But listen, eating meat now has dire consequences for the planet, folks. You are killing Mother Gaia. Well, of course, you guys know I wrote Green Gospel talking about this this green agenda. What's it really all about? Is it just a very noble effort to protect the earth? No. So here's the deal on this, folks. Go to National Geographic article yesterday. There's 17 articles, Doug and Joe. Don't you find that interesting? Here's an article from The Guardian yesterday. Why eating less meat is the best thing you can do for the planet in 2019. Eating meat has a hefty impact on the environment. There you go. Listen, eating this is national geographic eating meat has dire ramifications for the planet says new 2019 report this is national geographic doug and joe so what's the what what is what is going on with all this i'm going to tell you something this halal meat h-a-l-a-l you better get to know about it christians halal guess what you know what the name doug and joe in the book of isaiah do you know what the hebrew word for satan is no halal isn't wow. that isn't that something? So these evil imams, these these Arab. Oh, by the way, and just if you move, this is fascinating. I'm going to be doing an expose. I hope everybody is watching on my expo. So this expose is going to cover like what what is behind all this red meat? Uh, this red meat. Ramadan is what I call it. They're really coming after our meat. Every second subway. Uh, you, you guys have subways in the United States, correct? Yes, oh, yeah. ma'am. Yes, okay, well, every second subway, their their head office, I find out. I've got some people working on this with me. We're, we're looking into this. And I need your audience's help with this. I need two things from your audience. Go to your local butcher and ask them. Don't, don't say anything. Just first say, do you sell halal meat? And I'm going to tell you something. Well, listen, get a hold of me because I'm doing an expose. I think in 50, all 50 states, we found that a bunch of the main butchers are going strictly halal on the chicken. Now, this is like an evil... Okay, what does that even mean? Just help okay. me out with this. I'll give you the lo- the very cold notes version, but I really encourage people to sign up for my YouTube channel because I'm trying to get it done by Monday. People are going to be jaw-dropped. It, it, it's worse than you can even think of. So in a nutshell... I'll just give you the Colts Notes version here. It is a way that they butcher and slaughter. It is a religious practice that the folks from Islam, the Muslims, these imams has has essentially cursed your food. And I've heard a guy say that when he said the name of Jesus over the halal steak, it just instantly went to complete like rubber. It, I mean, Listen, this is so fascinating, but this stuff is straight out of the pit of hell, and no one knows anything about it. Nothing to see here. Move along. Folks, halal products 
are taken over. It's what it's what foods are permissible, permissible in the Quran. What what is allowed? And you know, when Ramadan approaches, you'll always hear a lot of talk about food circles with halal food. But what is it exactly? Most people think, oh, I just heard from somebody. It's a really humane way to do. To uh, it's humane. It's the best kind of meat. That is a lie straight from hell. Trust me on it. That's why people just got to see this expose, Doug. It's, you know, listen, when the when the animal is butchered, like, say, for example, a cow. Well, you can go look on online at some videos. It is the most horrific, disgusting. Most hunters can't even watch it. The way they bleed it out, the way they slit its throat, the way they push something into its amygdala, the brain, they, they send electricity through it. And then it just stimulates all the endorphins, all the, oh, it's just, it's so disgusting that I mean I can barely talk about it but it it just it releases every kind of disgusting all the adrenaline uh, it's just listen I, they got to watch the thing Doug it's it's horrific listen it's coming into our supermarkets with tiny little labels you don't even realize you're eating it if you don't look closely the halal means blessed from Lucifer. I'm not even kidding. If you actually go in the book of Isaiah and you go two scriptures down from Isaiah 14, 12, go read what it says in 14, 14. It's either 13 or 14. It says the word ascend. Lucifer ascended. Guess what the Hebrew word for ascend is? Ascend, as in Lucifer ascended, is Allah. Allah. That may, okay, okay. You were going to say that, I think, so, right? I was thinking of thinking it, but Sheila, what's the uh, what, what what's the urgency or the need for uh, the butchers to acquiesce to this practice when we don't see a lot of uh, pressure being uh, mounted against them? And this is not, a, I guess, a mainstream issue at the moment. No, it's uh, not. Wh- wh- why are they jumping the gun? Or is it? Okay, it isn't. I'll tell you, that's a great question both of you just said. Or is it, Doug? It is. Because this thing's not coming, folks. It's here. Go look in your supermarkets. Go look in the big Krugers and the big stores. And, and I need other people to do this because I can't possibly, with the demand on my ministry, go to every store and do this or, or or just coordinate that. But I'd be willing to pay somebody. So have one of your listeners. You're looking for a job. I got a I got a project. Work on this thing so I can do this thing justice. Because I have got a hold of only 27. You know, like, I just picked random, like, Oklahoma, Texas, Wyoming, Montana. Oh, there, there's a theme there of conservative states. Weird. But anyway, I just picked random people. Phoned up these major butchers. And, you know, it takes a lot of time to do that. So if a couple of people want to help me you know, come along and help me do this assignment or project. Like, listen, it's coming fast and furious. It is like an imam. You guys have heard of kosher. So what a lot of people think is, oh, you know, some Jewish guy, some rabbi just comes along and blesses the the food and then they call it kosher. That is not what's happening with halal. They want us to be jihadis. Like, that's really... So what are they doing with our meat? What are they cursing over it, Paul? Okay, if I can just interject something. Kosher... And halal are are the same genre, shall we say, but different methods. Is that no? That's what people think. So I this is why I okay. want to you really explain to people what this is. Not only is it a way that they butcher and slaughter and have them at the worst time in that. Well, go on that. Go people jump on YouTube and go. I know a lot of the women listeners probably won't even be able to get through it. I had a really tough time and I got a pretty, not a very weak stomach because I have a sixth generation cattle rancher in my family, my uncle Chris. And this made me so sick, Doug and Joe. They they ram this rod into their brain and then they the way they cut it across the throat and the way they slow bleed it, it, it becomes a devil meat. 
I mean, I don't know what else to say. And then on top of it, Allah and Satan are synonymous, and they worship the sun and the moon gods. You guys know this, the di- the jinns, the dins, the demons, D-I-N-J-I-N-N. Listen, this is, oh, yeah. Islam is right straight out of the pit of hell, Doug and Joe. You don't see us going to Mecca, by the way, back to the wall. I get a kick out of these guys want don't want to build a wall. I'd like to see nasty Pelosi and Chuck the schmuck go to Mecca tomorrow. Let's see what happens to them if they try to get into the the most Islamic part of uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, gee, I wonder what would happen to them, Doug and Joe. Hmm. Good, very good point, by the way. Yeah, yeah the uh, hypocrisy. Um, but but it, but listen, it feeds, yeah, hypocrisy abounds, but it feeds along into this thing with why are meat prices so high? Why is there all these meat taxes? You know why? Well, there's they're growing meat in labs now. Go, do a Google search. This is so frightening. They want to push this whole thing of veganism. You know what a vegan is, Doug and Joe? And people go, you're insulting my faith, Sheila. I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. We're all vegans. That's another thing they're pushing, Doug and Joe. They want us all to be little rabbit-fed, little trendy that are just eating salads and, you know, eating meat is bad. This is where this agenda is going. Listen, I'm a farm girl who grew up with a lot of ranchers. I like a big fat ribeye. I'm not going to make any bones about that. But these guys say eating meat. Listen, eating meat is bad. By the time, I bet you if you go talk to your child in school or you're anywhere from 10 to 12 year old, they already know this, this push to get rid of meat. You know, why are all these kids suddenly wanting to be vegetarians and vegans i mean how many of your brothers and sisters demanded to be a vegan none of them because they weren't pushing all this crap back in the day mm. yeah I, I like i like me a good steak let me tell you uh and <laughs> yeah we're, we're a steak studio here or a, a beef i should say uh studio here so i i never understood the the entire concept um beyond the alleged health benefits of uh, being a vegetarian or staying away from beef or meat. I, I never two, understood that. There's two two uh, theories with that. <clears throat> you have the one theory where the they, they say vegetarians and vegans um, are uh, less healthy because they, they don't consume the meat. And then there's the other arguments that say that they're more healthy and each has, you know, the pseudoscientific, um, you know, information to back up their arguments but either way uh sheila what you said at the very beginning of the show uh that this is you know basically you're putting the 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 gaia worshipers are saying this is uh, harming it's a hell of a lot bigger than than any of this wow and it's it's a religion unto itself in a way uh, but then you add the other components of it, especially what you talked about, uh, the halal aspect, which I'm definitely, when I get home, I'm going to be opening my, my scriptures and looking through this uh, th- more thoroughly. But it, it's definitely, and I, you mentioned it today, and I said, is that like kosher? <laughs> to you? But I've heard this before, and I've actually heard prisons, like uh, uh, federal prisons now are, are doing this, uh, in- implementing rules and, and laws and regulations that allow for these types of meats to be brought in. So it is gaining traction to some degree uh i guess my confusion is why are as we said earlier the butchers and people who have no pressure on them to do so changing well and that's a that is a fantastic where you went there with that was fantastic and by the way just so people know what we're talking about i texted when joe asked me to come on the show about an hour ago at last minute i was like driving and i just left my butcher shop and i was i was just i was coming unglued because I'll tell you a little story, what happened. And, and Joe said, hey, is halal like, 
is that like kosher? And I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> yes, most people think it is like kosher. But halal is basically a growing trend where it's not only meats. There are a lot of this, these products are going halal now. And that's why it is going to be so important for people to be watching for that. On, on, I think I'm going to probably finish it over the weekend and have it up Monday. And I'll make sure you guys get this, Doug and Joe, because not only um, is it permeating our... You know, it's absolutely straight out of the pit of hell. But even that aside, you would be shocked at what my butcher said to me. And this is why this is so, this is a must listen to issue because my, this is what my butcher said. This guy I've been with like for years and years and years with the exception of, you know, a few um, times when I had to go, you know, when my mom got sick and when my father got sick. But, but I've been dealing with this guy for like a decade. And this is what he looked me in the eye today. And I told him, you've just lost all my business, pal. And this is what he said. Oh, no, no, no. Halal. Sheila, listen, the reason we brought in all halal now, you don't even have an option in my butcher to go non-halal. And the re- Oh, except if you want to eat bacon and pork chops. The Muslims now, business-wise, are buying up all the slaughterhouses. Don't you find that incredibly fascinating? So this is huge, folks. Oh. And, you know, I'm still going to the Lord to say, Lord, like, what do I do with this? This is so, I mean, I know we get, praying over our food is so, so, I mean, listen, folks, when you pray over your food, every time you eat, just say, Lord, I ask you to bless, cleanse, and sanctify this food in Jesus' name. That's it. It doesn't have to be some long-winded spiel. Pray over your food every single thing you eat. I don't care if it's a soda cracker because we don't even know what kind of crap we're eating between the the cannibalism and the aborted fetuses in some of our food. I'm sorry to be gross, but listen, this is real, folks. We're being acclimated towards cannibalism in a lot of ways, and this is what I purport. Now, so what I said to my butcher back to that story, I said, I said, wait a minute, hold on. Are you are you a red seal butcher? He goes, no, I'm a red seal chef. I said, well, then, you know, why am I even talking to you about this? He said, listen, I can tell you and I can assure you our schools are telling us that there's good halal and then there's bad halal. So that's like saying there's good Satan and then there's bad Satan. There's good homosexuality agendas and there's there's bad ones. We just got to focus on the good ones. That's how ridiculous that is to say. It's a more dumbed down version, a more Western version, if you like, a Western version of halal. Listen, this is out of the pit of hell. And I'm, you, can, you can tell I'm very passionate about it because it's coming to a, a store near you. And there's these little tiny stickers now that you, I wish I, I wish I could, um, well, you're going to see it in the video. I wish I could show you this. So take a big, a bag of like pork, uh, not pork, pork's a bad example. Um, take a bag of peas, for example. And you have a big bag, like, I don't know, 450 gram bag of peas. Well, imagine now that the little label is the size of the tip of your finger on that bag. Are you going to see that? Are you going to be identify that, especially if it's written in Arabic and it's a little tiny symbol? I've went boots on the ground to stores like Walmarts and different places to look in their, their meat uh, departments. I've been working on this for a couple of weeks and just out there talking to butchers and they don't have a clue what this is. Is that not scary? I'd love to hear in the chat what your listeners have to say. Well, we don't have an active chat. However, we do. We, we're gonna, I suspect we'll have a very robust comment section. So that'll be interesting. But, but you're bringing up things that um, this issue, which, um, again, is this not, are we not talking about in a larger sense, an attack, an assault on our values, our culture, and our spirituality and religion? Is that not what this is? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what this really is? It's just part of this bigger, broader global agenda. It's part of the New World Order agenda. Look, look at the look at this crap with the toxic masculinity. I got a news flash for these New World Order minions. Really toxic masculinity? If you're if you're a manly man, oh, you're toxic. Doug and Joe, you guys better start sipping the soy and and wearing pink t-shirts and and whatever ripped jeans and these trendy outfits. I mean, come on, Doug and Joe. I embrace my toxic masculinity. I embrace <laughs> it and I exude it. So there. Well, it's a created term is what it is to me. This is my opinion. There's no such thing as toxic masculinity. It's a created term <laughs> to just simply emasculate, castigate, and, and castrate males is what it is. Yeah, I, I've never... Uh, you, you talk about insanity, um, whether it be Gillette or the, uh, the, the feminist, uh, if you want to call them that, uh, movement. I, I don't... Again, I, maybe I'm getting too old, Sheila. I don't know, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing: to be masculine is, is a good thing. To um, to treat women the way they they are intended to be treated, in my view, as uh, the, the we are to uplift women, we are to take care of our women, we are to take care of our wives, we are to take care of our daughters, we're to protect them, and so on and so forth. Okay, and, and if you fail to do so, you're a putz. You, you, I mean, the scumbaggery associated with whatever that uh, uh, toxic masculinity uh, crap is, is is just insane. So Yeah, that's because I, these evangelic fish on TV, especially the tele-evangelic fish, they're, they're standing up there, the little politically correct weasels that they are. They won't talk about any of this stuff. Look at the guy that was just fired for po- the pastor. This pastor, you guys, was not talked to by his, his congregants. He was fired for posting a sign, something about Bruce Jenner. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. The culture may change. Yeah. The culture may change, but the Bible does not. And this guy got yep. got kicked to the curb. I think he was actually with one of those Presbyterian churches. Don't quote me on that. But this is a kind of the society that we have right now. Look at go to my headlines at www.sheila.media. Listen to this. Celebrating open blasphemy in church. A new local church cancels lesbian transgender Jesus. What? Check out this this headline. Dropping out like flies. Youth are leaving the church like like locusts. Life changes. Pastor related reli- religious uh, hypocritical youth ministries is what it's called now. It is absolutely frightening what is going on here. And then on top of all that, you've got all this apostasy in the church. People leaving the church in droves, like the the remnant are leaving because they're they're just fed up with these snoozeville sermons and the and the Pied Piper pastors that are lulling their congregants to to sleep with all the lascivious lifestyles of the rich and famous. Because that's what all these guys are always talking about. They're either talking about their trains, planes, and automobiles, or they're talking about how you can sew into their new 750 Gulfstream jet fund. I mean. You know what? I'm I'm glad that God blesses people and God does want to bless us and de- God does want to prosper us. But come on, you guys, there's a difference between complete lasciviousness and being downright just demonic. I mean, and just and being blessed. You know, most of the most godly people that I know, they don't really have a lot of stuff. Some of them don't even own houses or vehicles. So isn't that interesting that you know, we're also being permeated with all this cotton candy crap in the 
in the church. And now it's it's in the food stores. It's in the air with the 5G, the pen to death, the acclimation to all this chemtrails. I mean, we're, we're getting bathed in a toxic soup of demonic crap here, folks. And we've got to start fighting back. I, I really think that's where we need to be protected every day with, you know, if anybody wants, Doug, I'll send them a really powerful prayer I have for just praying over yourself daily to protect yourself from all this barrage of insanity. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And I hope God means no 5G weapon either because all the scalar waves, the, you know, all this stuff. I mean, I don't want to, I don't, my point is not to come off with doom and gloom because, you know, we also got that crowd out there. If you say anything, now you're with the doom and gloom cult. It's like, oh, you and Steve and Doug and all these, all these uh, doom and gloomers now. So if you're not just, ooh, kumbaya, let's join hands, let's have a group hug. If you mention anything going on now, you're a doom and gloomer. I mean, Mark and I have talked about in the past saying, listen, folks, quit listening to the doom and gloom. What we meant is don't just get a steady diet of this. You know, let's make sure we're in the word. We have a balanced lifestyle with fasting and, and praying. And it's like God said to me years ago, teach my people how to pray. And I said, what? I, okay, that I definitely missed. You're going to have to like confirm that like 18 times. Teach my people how to pray. Prayer is when you're addressing me, warfare is when you're addressing the enemy. And I went, whoa. And that, that was just revolutionized the whole my whole life. And that's what you get with power prayers. It's not a, a sales plug. It's a, it's a powerful arsenal. But, you know, here's what I really want people to know if they take anything away tonight, Doug, is there's so many evil agendas and a lot of them connect. A lot of them are just these simple... Tavistockian nightmare New World Order agendas that most of, I mean, you've got the best listenership in the world we do. We've got some pretty incredibly awake, wonderful Christians, I believe a lot of the remnant. And listen, guys, there's a lot of things happening. We really want to be praying. We want to be doing warfare, which leads me to what I think is going to solve some of this is that's one of the other biggest emails that I get, Doug and Joe, is I don't know any non-501c3 churches. I don't know even any good churches. I don't even know any Bible-based churches within an hour drive from me. What I've been trying to do is a two-pronged thing where we're looking at a database for really powerful churches in states. That's one part of the project. And the second is SWAT prayer. We really want you guys to learn more about how you can be an ambassador for your state. I mean, you wouldn't have to do much and you get a lot of help from other people that are going to join up. But, you know, right now, just just bookmark this website, SWAT Prayer. That's really easy dot com. SWAT Prayer. And the SWAT, by the way, everybody thinks, oh, SWAT, come on, that's so overused. But what we're really calling that, it's a really good acronym for spiritual warfare attack teams all across the 50 states for you to join some like minded people that you can have some prayer groups and you don't have to live by them. We can set up phone conferencing. I do this. I've been doing this for seven, seven full years. And I've even got people on my prayer team that have been with me since day one. And so I think it's very powerful. I do it every Wednesday night. So why not you? I'm busy too. We all have busy lives, but we got to make time for the living God in prayer. Because you know what, Doug and Joe, and sorry I'm rambling, but I'm so passionate about the fact that the effectual fervent prayer, that does not just mean once in a while, kumbaya. This is the way most people pray, by the way. And I'm sorry to throw anybody under the bus, but they go, dear God, um, well, if you 
feel that maybe, um, I know you're busy, but uh, if you could possibly just take some time to maybe heal me, I'm dealing with this back. I mean, come on, Doug. God, even God is doing a face palm. Like, this is why <laughs> it's so important to learn how to pray powerfully and effectively. I want to see soldiers all over North America and maybe even, um, over, you know, maybe this will expand world globally, worldwide. I'd love to see these powerful forces to be reckoned with that are changing things in their states and it's really exciting so go to swat prayer all one word.com it's under construction but and i just did a by the way a podcast on the very first step of phase one how you can get involved so you know what go go over there to sheila.media the drop down menu the podcast go make sure you listen to that it's like eight minutes this is powerful stuff doug and and i'm excited about it. i'm excited we're fasting along with with Hagman's, I should say Pastor Langford and Hagman's listening audience, I guess we're, I'm doing a 90 day um, sort of modified fast. My power prayers group is doing a modified fast. My own prayer team is doing a fast. And I think fasting is powerful. Hey, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. It, 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 well, I shouldn't say it amazes me, but but one of the most important things we can do, uh, especially when people will accuse us of of hanging in that arena of uh, fear porn or doom and gloom. <laughs> yes. It's it's none of that. It's it's the reality. It's exposing the reality, exposing the, the, the uh, nefarious deeds of the deep state and of the satanic elite. It's giving people the information. But then the other part of that, as you mentioned, is so important, is to, is to fight that, not just... And, and, and not necessarily in the physical, but in the spiritual, where it is really originates, and and we are fighting a battle not of, as you've said before, and as Pastor Langford said before, not of flesh and blood, but of principalities uh, of, of darkness, and, and so, so realizing that, um, yeah, the, the, which folks, by the way, this is why Sheila uh, is, is Sheila dot media and Sheila. Zelensky, her her ministry and her books. By the way, grab her books, get her books. Um, they, we've got them here in our library. We refer to them. Power prayers and the Green Gospel. So important. And that's another crowd, by the way, that you gotta love. Oh, freely you give, freely you receive. Oh, you're giving your book away free, aren't you? Listen, folks, do you work for free? You can't even walk in a Christian bookstore and buy a Bible for free. So please stop with this give everything away free. People don't mind if the Hollywood crew, including Christian I Love Satan Bail. Did you guys hear that speech? Unreal. But here's the deal. We have ministries. We're working to advance the kingdom. And yet all these people will freely give, freely receive. Yeah, freely we're ministering to you. Freely we're opening your eyes. Freely we're trying to equip the body. Freely we're trying to equip the saints. Freely you should be sewing into these kind of ministries and helping. We don't have the huge budgets like the CNNs and the, we like Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh, but we don't have these massive unlimited budgets that a lot of these, these liberal lemmings have. A lot of us are just barely scraping by. So you know what? If you don't like the show, don't listen. Here's a great idea. I mean, even when I say, please become a patron, all hell breaks loose for these people. It's okay for some of these liberal losers to have $78,000 a month in their PayPal or What's the lady that went against Brett Kavanaugh? Millions in their PayPal. But, oh, if a godly man or woman asks for anything, they're relegated to some kind of charlatan. Get serious. Before you hit that send button, 
you better watch what you're doing because you got to give an accounting to the living God on how you're treating Christians. And I'm getting fed up with it, Doug, and I know a lot of you guys are too. I love Steve Quayle. I love Doug Hagman, Joe Hagman. I love all our guests, and we don't always agree on everything, but you religious devils out there that are always looking for something to just find some fault, you fault-finding freaks, you better <laughs> stop it because this, you know what, there's, there's things that God wants done and he can't advance his kingdom when there's all this Bravo Sierra going on. I'm sorry. I didn't, I wasn't even going to say that, but I just got this righteous anger in me, Doug. You, you know, it's no, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you do because I've been full of righteous anger. At least that's what I will. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. it, it it's it, it, to, to me, We've got a job to do. We've got a job ahead of us. We're we are tasked with advancing. And this is my view. I'm not a minister. I'm not a preacher, pastor. I don't want that job. I'm not good at it. You're a Jesuit, okay? Yeah, I'm a Jesuit. I'm a Jesuit <laughs> assassin or a Mossad. Uh, Co intel uh, sorry. Yeah, but, but see, look, I I think we've got a bigger job at hand. And while we are, I believe, while we are tasked with this job. Um, it, it amazes me the people who will take, um, and I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just citing an observation here. Who will actually um, attempt to bring us down through matters or, or, or through the lens or their lens of their so-called Christianity? And by no means am I denigrating Christianity. I'm just saying it, it's their interpretation. Uh, which, wait a minute, I, I thought our job was was to advance the kingdom, advance things, not not be the prosecutor of other Christians here. Uh, it, that's just me. So, anyway, I mean, other righteous Christians. Right, and there's also a, a process, a biblical process that has been laid out by, by Jesus in the New Testament on how you handle these differences in doctrinal matters that yes. has never yes. followed. You see people go in public instantly. I remember, and many folks in the audience will remember Brother Marcus, we had a lot of conversations off air, a lot, hours and hours and hours, and you never saw things being brought to the public with him. He would always handle it privately, and he would call me and say, hey, you know, I have this situation that arose, and I need to talk to this person or, or that person. Never did this stuff get aired publicly. And you see the opposite of that today. And it goes against everything that we're supposed to do. And it goes against the actual teachings that are in there, which is it, it, unchristian in itself, the way that things are handled today. So it, it's it's just a mess. And as you, you yeah, said, it, it, Sheila, as you said, that it, it's like people are trying that I got you. Uh, you know, you, you didn't do this right, or you didn't do that right. Any and every, it's like what the media does with President Trump. Anything that they can, doesn't matter, uh, use against you, they will try to do that. And then they'll air it publicly before they even bring it to you. And, and the bottom line with me is, look, um, Sheila, you know, anything, anything that, that we can do for one another to advance the uh, the word and the kingdom, That that's that's all I want to do. You know, bottom line is, and here's an, you know, and I don't know, this must, I just, I don't, I wasn't prepared to even go here, but I feel like in my spirit, it's also, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but all these conferences every week too, you know what, I'm not saying conferences aren't good to go to, but I mean, you know, there's like five conferences in the fall alone within a couple weeks of each other. So, hey, if you got the money to run off to conferences, hey, fill your boots, you know, pack a lunch. But I'm just saying, if you don't have at that conference, the opportunity to meet other like-minded people from your area and meet like-minded Christians, and you don't have the Christian part there where you're getting ministered to 
then I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I, I, I'm not going to support anything where it's not going to be a God-based thing. Because and we, that's, we don't need a bunch you. more information. We need transformation because things are going to get dark. You know, too much. You know, rainbow and unicorns and and the yep. Pied Piper pastor lull and the mind-blinding spirits are out there. There's mind-blinding, mind control that are blinding the eyes of these people and they can't see. Why do you think the Bible says it's a great falling away? Falling away from what? Falling away from the faith. What faith? <laughs> what faith? Well, go have a look at the scriptures. So obviously you were in the faith or you wouldn't have fell away from it. This is the stuff that is going on and I'm concerned. It's only out of pure love and concern, really. We, we wouldn't even do this, trust me, if we didn't love people. I wouldn't want to give this job to anyone and I'm going to say I wouldn't wish just this calling on anyone because I'm like the red-headed stepchild of ministries and I'm not kidding when I say the Th that's true it's true be with freckles by yeah. the way because when you talk about spiritual warfare you talk about these dark things guess what I'm not talking about every day is a Friday every day was not a Friday in the book of Acts for these guys you think every day was a, a Friday for all these guys in the New Testament church every day was not a fun day Sunday these guys were well what, what happened with all the apostles and most of the disciples? A lot of these guys, well, everybody but John was like beheaded or tortured or, or went through hell. Doug, we have to walk out our salvation with fear and trembling. There's no reverence in the land for God. There's no appreciation for real brothers. We got yoga, not in the church in a building on Sunday. We've got people doing yoga stances in the middle of the service because it's being yes. led by led by these pastors are what planet are we on when you go to my headlines and you see go go look at some of my headlines i have the technogeddon book is coming out this year so i have you know i'm very passionate about the whole ai advancement and the robots so i've got a i've kind of got it broken down into the book technogeddon which means ai themed stuff but go look at like even the green news i was going to call it green gospel but you know somebody might not even know what that means the green gospel is just what joe just said so articulately earlier joe you said all this crap is becoming a religion oh my god we're going to burn down mother gaia why because al gore says so al gore the high priest for the gaia love and death cult is going to tell me watch your carbon footprint sheila when he's when he's flying around in a jet the man bought an oceanfront property and he said the sea levels are rising 20 feet by next week i mean what kind of what does he use like 535 times more uh of a carbon footprint than the average american i believe it was and if that's not accurate it's it's much higher it could be 5,000. <laughs> and what sheila just what sheila just said he doesn't obviously right. does not believe his own predictions or his own scientific uh but right it, but it talk, and, Joe, it's just like these gun grabbing cronies they're all armed to the teeth or their their security detail is armed to the nuts and we better get rid of guns oh but you hollywood huckster you well i can't say that i'm on a family show but listen these guys are such hypocrites they don't mind being in gated in in big walled communities gated fenced you know big borders on their communities and then they're going to talk to us really about a border wall i mean listen at the end of the day said something that actually even made pastor langford chuckle which i mean you guys know how much we love pastor langford and and and, and by the way just fyi if you didn't hear the show i did with him just a few days ago it's so good but i said heaven has a wall and extreme vetting hell has open borders, so I'll let you mull that over. I love that. That's a good. I, I did hear that. Actually, I heard that from Pastor Langford. Okay, so 
and and I, I it made me laugh. So it bears repeating if you don't mind saying that one more time. Uh, this is my original. I'm, I'm really glad that Pastor Langford used it too. This is what I. Well, he told me that he he told me what you had in the context of the conversation or the interview. My apologies. I should have clarified. Oh no, that. no, I'm not saying he plagiarized it. Sorry. Anyway, it's a long, it's a it's a whole story into itself. But listen, heaven has a wall and extreme vetting. Hell has open borders. Yeah, that's right, nasty Pelosi. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. You, you know, it, it's it, it, that is a uh, just like we have quailisms. Uh, that, that's a Sheilaism, um, and we're, we're going to have to start uh, our own lexicon or our own uh, uh, book of uh, Sheila quotations and uh, Sheilaisms. That, well, that's if you, listen, you guys got to join my Instagram. I'm just new to it, but. Some of the pictures I put up there, I'm, I guarantee you will laugh till you cry because I'm doing these memes lately, you know, of all these things. I'll tell you, I, I really appreciate the the pictures because, well, what did they used to say? I guess it's Kodak, a picture's worth a thousand words. And that is really the truth. But I said, I made this meme and on a final note, I know you, I got to run soon, but listen to this. So I, what I did is I took the periodic table of elements and I sort of superimposed the name Schumerite. I'm calling it Schumerite and Pelosium. It's two new elements. They've been discovered. They're the densest known to man and other really funny stuff. So so go and join my Instagram. <laughs> That's pretty hey, good. by the way, speaking of speaking of women with balls, you gotta love Laura Loomer. Wow, go Laura. We were talking Boy. about that. We opened up the week, I think, with that. Yeah, I, I was on fire with that because, and, and folks, um, okay, if I can say this, and, and I hope hopefully I can say this correctly, <laughs> uh, Sheila Zielinski is the spiritual Wonder Woman side of Laura Loomer, in my view. Does that make sense? In other words, what Laura Loomer does on in the in the practical, uh, you know, over the wall at Pelosi's, Sheila does in in the spiritual, shall we say, as a as a em- emissary for the, for the kingdom is is that is that okay to say well put it this way when i posted this in joel osteen's website i posted a meme on his own wall and this is what it says picture him sitting there smiling this is what he says i rarely speak with any level of biblical depth but when i do you know those memes when i do i rarely speak with any level of biblical depth but when i do well i never do stay shallow my friends I mean, I posted this on his own forum, and people, they were ready to kill me, his his congregation. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And they would, yeah. too, if they had the chance, I'm sure. And, 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 that's, that's, and that's because of the famine, isn't it? I mean, we have a famine. And, and, th- and thank you, Sheila, for... for um, for feeding us and again maybe maybe i'm, it's I'm even the, the words but. The, the, this is the problem with this because uh the people like joel Osteen and, and any pastor really uh should be there to you know you have uh, you listen to and whatnot but everybody should have their own biblical understanding everybody should read the bible for themselves and have their own relationship with the lord that they uh you know really i shouldn't say it's going to sound bad don't need a pastor if that makes sense yeah well listen i mean a lot of people as you and i always talk off air when we talk you you and i and steve we always talk about the one of the biggest emails we get is people are leaving their churches because they just can't find somebody i mean listen look at these little politically correct minions in the pulpit these hirelings that they don't want to talk about the true gospel because they don't want their congregations leaving and Droves. So you get a or lot. Or they get fired. 
Or like you the, said or, about or Weed California, that yes, pastor yeah, who posted that on the billboard, Bruce Jenner is a man, um, homosexuality is a sin, as much as culture changes, the Bible does not, he was run out of his own church. Well, not even he, by what, the congregation, by uh, the elders. Well, what wasn't covered is the guy actually was really also coming down on this new, get this headline, sodomy required under New Gospel Methodist University. Yeah, that's what I just said, sodomy required. So I'm telling what? you folks, yeah, there you go. So this is what this guy was fired for. Listen, you sit down and shut up and go sit in your pew and you will preach what we dang well tell you to preach and you go off the rails. We're going to Chuck Baldwin you. That's what happened to Chuck Baldwin. Do I agree with every single thing of Chuck Baldwin? No, but I love the man because that's why he started Liberty Church, a non-501c3 church. Why? Because he was not going to have the government tell him what he could and couldn't preach. And here, here for Chuck Baldwin and all you you people there. Oh my God, Chuck Baldwin's talking about Israel. I mean, listen. Uh, yeah, some people have gone a little bat manure crazy with the whole Israel thing, but we have to do things. People in love. I get that. I get a little fired up, and some people. Oh, you're so angry. I'm. I'm not angry. I'm just frustrated that nobody does anything about this. We we love you, and I mean that for your passion. I don't call it anger. I, I, I know it's frustration, but it, it translates into passion. And, and that's, in, in, in my view, passion moves people. And it, it uh, certainly advances the objectives, what we need to do. And you, Sheila, when's your book coming out, uh, your next book? Uh, okay, so it's called Technogeddon. It's coming out, I, th- right. I think, uh, for some reason, the Lord just didn't see that it was released. So I must be waiting for something. That's what happened in the Green Gospel. He made me wait almost a year. So listen, it's Technogeddon. The coming human right. extinction is the subtitle. Human extinction as in, boy, this AI, the transhumanism stuff, the robotics. It's kind of a fusion of Steve Quayle's Xenogenesis with if terminated and Xenogenesis had a baby uh, and <laughs> and they threw in some seed from Tom Horn's Milu. Then you've got my book. I kind of cover some and I cover some stuff at the end that nobody's talking about. Like, you know, is this a demonic agenda? How do we pray for this? How do we do any spiritual warfare around this? So it's kind of a, an unlike anything else. So be watching for that. Uh, probably, I hope, summer 2019. But the more the bigger thing be watching for. Listen, go get yourself a copy of Power Prayers. Do the daily warfare prayer, folks. you got to be covered. Do the prayer over your meals. I'm not, listen, it's not a sales plug. If I wanted to sell a million books, I'd go write every day's a Saturday. I mean, I'd part two of every day's a Friday. But anyway, that was a joke. (laughs) Listen, go to my website, look at the headlines, go to SWAT prayer. That's another thing. If you want to find powerful leaders that are really shaking things up in your state, like Alabama. Um, By the way, quick thing, Doug and Joe, I got to quiz you on this because I was floored. I'm going to quiz your audience. What, Doug and Joe, do you think, I put this out there on my social media, what would you think is the most conservative state? What is the most conservative state in all of the United States? I was floored that not one person picked anything remotely to the top one. West Virginia or Tennessee. I was going to say Oklahoma. Well, a lot of people did say Oklahoma. I will give you that. A lot of people also did say Kentucky and West Virginia. A lot of folks thought it was Texas. Texas is getting very liberal, by the way. Would you believe, can I get a drum roll, please, somebody? No. Uh, Actually, the most conservative state is Alabama. So congratulations. I'm moving to Birmingham. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Sheila, we're out of time. I just want to thank you for, number one, for agreeing to come on on such short notice. And number two, for everything that you do. 
and understand we will always have your back and we will always be there for you. And uh, we, we appreciate everything you do in our hearts go out um for you for what you've gone through over the past several months and if there's anything we can do let us know but but folks please support sheila zelensky go to sheila.media support her work please support her and support her work sheila thank you so very much it's an honor doug and joe anytime even if it's last minute joe i was ready to strangle joe i'm like no i'm I'm driving i have three minutes to prepare oh well where do you want to go holy spirit so listen i love you guys ditto right back to you likewise i love your listeners we'll talk to everybody soon god bless god bless you Thanks, yeah. folks. That was Sheila Zelensky, Sheila.media. What a gracious lady. And uh, I could just imagine her driving back saying, oh, Joe, you, you know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, folks, we're right back. Network break. Stay Thanks. with us. Calls. 